So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try and then select take our quiz. You know, you've got to come back in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey guys, I'm Allie. And I'm Rachel. And welcome to Bachelor Happy Hour. Thank you so much for tuning in last week to our podcast with Hannah. We were so happy to talk to her. Finally, we've been talking about her. Now we finally got to talk to her. She's great. I know, I know. I did just read something the other day, though, where she said she was struggling. And I hope she's doing okay, because it's got to be heavy what she's going through. I mean, I was just saying, Rachel... um, the the pressure of the show now compared to when I was on it 10 years ago, it's mm-hmm. so different. And so I just I can't imagine what she's going through. Well, yeah, and this is what I say about Hannah. She had a fantastic season, super successful, but almost at her expense because we watched everything play out on the biggest stage for her. Engage, or I think she said in her post, pageant, bachelor, bachelorette, engaged, not engaged. Dates, puts her heart out there for an attractive guy. She shoots her shot. Oh, what does he do? Goes across the country and dates a supermodel, you know? Mm-hmm. And we're all tuned in, glued into this. But then at the same time, she's got real emotions here. And it's not just a TV show for her. So I appreciate her expressing how she's feeling, letting us know, hey, you guys, I'm struggling. Chill out a bit. Yeah. 
Call us out, Hannah. <laughs> oh, well, I, I know that she's got incredible people by, by her side, yeah. including Demi um, and all of her friends. So I'm sure she's going to come out of this stronger. Yeah, she should. And she should stay off social media, right? Yeah. Put your post up <laughs> and then bounce because they are cruel. Don't feed into that, whether they're praising you or hating on you. Okay, speaking of social media and people that maybe need to take a break from it, we have to talk about the text messages with Blake and Kaylin because oh, it happened after we recorded, but we, it doesn't mean that we don't have thoughts to share on the issue. So we'll definitely have to talk about it after this break. But coming up also on the show, we've got Tasha, yes. who is really heating things up when it comes to paradise. And she's a hot commodity, as she should be. And she's dating none other than John Paul Jones. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. We have to ask her about that. I need to know what he's like past like Shaka Bra and, you know, anything else that he's saying crazy. Well, according to the cast members that I've talked to, he's like really attractive in lo- in real life, I, I, I'm i told. I could see that. He's got that hair flip. He seems to have a nice body. Mm-hmm. He sports a Speedo. It takes confidence to be able to do that. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I can't wait to talk to her. I love Tasia. Um, but Rachel, first I want to talk about you because <sighs> you're getting married so soon. We actually decked out. I wish all of you listening yes. right now were in our studio. We decked it out for Rachel with a bunch of love balloons, Mr. and Mrs. balloons. What other kind of balloons do we have in here? Well, we've got champagne, champagne, which is great. (laughs) But no, seriously, this is the sweetest thing. I walked into the room, you guys, and I was completely taken aback, one, because I was super late, but two, because the whole Bachelor Happy Hour family is celebrating my day with me, and I do so much. Sometimes I don't take back or take time to relish in the moment of, I'm a bride-to-be. I'm getting married to a man I met on The Bachelorette. It's the craziest thing to me. And it's so funny to me, too, because you were such a skeptic of the show, and here you are. Still am. (laughs) (laughs) No, a positive skeptic. With the best possible outcome. Well, you guys, if you want to see how we decorated the studio, just head on over to BachelorNation.com. We'll have photos up there, and you can see uh, Rachel glowing in uh, the studio that we decorated for her. Um, But coming up, guys, we have a lot to talk about, so don't go anywhere. Okay, people, if you are like me, if you are human, you have to admit that you love a good Netflix and chili every now and again, and you probably also like ice cream. So what happens when you mix those two things together? Well, let me tell you, it equals the perfect Friday night. Ben and Jerry's and Netflix have turned up something extra special for you all with their new pint of Netflix and chilled ice cream so you can experience the magic of things that go perfectly together. Just like your Netflix watch list, there's something in this pint for just about everybody. It offers the perfect mix of peanut butter intrigue, you sprinkle in a little pretzel drama, and top it off with some fudge brownie belly laughs. Netflix and Chilled pairs so well with any of your favorite Netflix originals. Stock up on your next Netflix night anywhere ice cream is sold or find a new favorite flavor at benjerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com. All right, Rachel, you might not really know what's going on right now because I've tricked you. You think that we are about to talk about Bachelor in Paradise. You're kidding. (laughs) What are we doing? She's looking around the room right now thinking something's about to pop out at her. Um, You're about to get married. I'm so happy for you. You're just, I know what a special time this is in a woman's life. So I thought it was only fitting that we bring a special guest on the show today. Oh. So uh, special guest, are you there? I am here. Baby, who are you? It's been so long since I've seen you. I don't know. What do we talk like half an hour ago? I'm so jealous you guys are partying over there without me, having champagne. 
Yeah. A little jealous, not gonna lie. We'll send you a, a bottle of champagne via the mail. Expect a knock on the door. <laughs> but Rachel, you didn't know that Brian was calling no. into the show. And I love surprises. This oh gosh, y'all might get tears out of me in a second. I'm gonna be a mess my wedding day. This is, I love that. I love that he's here. This is his first time on Bachelor Happy Hour. Too. Welcome, Brian. Yes, excited how, to be here. Thank you. How are you feeling? I mean, the wedding day, I mean, it's days away at this point. Yeah, it's actually starting to hit me now. Like, talk to me a month ago, and it wasn't that bad. But now it's, all right, nervous energy coming on. I'm just ready to have a party and celebrate our love and just get married. I'm, I'm ready. Funny thing about Brian and I, we were talking last night, and it, it, it is starting to hit us because we were like, my gosh, we are weeks away from the big day. And I'm getting nervous. He's getting nervous. And I said, we're, we're going to write our own vows and say traditional vows. But both of us were like, should we just say traditional? We're getting kind of nervous about it. I'm scared to be vulnerable like that in front of everybody. It's one thing to do it on The Bachelorette. It's another thing to do it surrounded by you know your family and your friends and all eyes are on you. You have to write them. I will say, you know, having been a bride once myself, it is the one of the most special parts about a wedding is hearing the person you love say those vows to you. Yeah. So, have, Brian, have you written any of yours yet? Not yet, not yet. But I will. I think Rachel's going to lose it. We have this little bet going on I about do. who's going to lose it first. <laughs> Or what situation we would lose it in. And I don't know. I think that vow part would be a little sentimental for her. Have you written any of your vows? I haven't. And I, I kind of want to wait till I get to the location of the wedding and just soak in the moment. And yeah. Brian and I are going to go down there a couple of days before to just chill out before the madness happens. Oh, that's a good idea. Because mm -hmm. everybody, I mean, and I can say this too, having been married, that it goes by so fast. So going down before and just like getting your bearings is such a good idea. What are you most looking forward to? I'm I'm with Brian, the party at the end. Because <laughs> I just feel the ceremony is is precious and it's 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 going to be a beautiful thing. But then when we can let our hair loose and just party it up, outfit changes. Mm -hmm. I'm ready. I'm ready for our first dance too. Brian, pick the I song. It, oh, you did? Yeah. Brian, ha have you been really involved in the wedding planning? A little bit. You know, I get filled in here and there. <laughs> Rachel's the shaking part. her head right now, Brian. <laughs> Rachel. As we've gotten closer, our, he's done better. Yeah, Mikey Russo has definitely handled his business. I want to say that, our wedding planner. Um, but yeah, I just think I'm looking forward more to, it's so surreal that so many people from our past, our present, family, friends, everybody just coming together and being in the same room. I mean, that's that's going to be the most special for me. Give us something you haven't told anybody yet. This is our our podcast. Give oh, us something gosh. nobody knows about the wedding, whether You're it's gonna... about your dress or music or people coming. Okay, I'll tell you this. I did not want the typical dance with, with my dad. You know who my dad is, the one who's <laughs> never seen, spoken of, but you never see. And I want him to be, he's not a big dancer, so I want it to be fun for him and us to just have a playful time with each other. So I picked an upbeat song that we can just groove to. Not oh, the nice. slow song where all eyes are on us. We're going to be partying. At one point, I'm going to say, everybody, come on the dance floor. I've requested to have a microphone in my hand the entire time at the wedding. <laughs> Spoken I'm like a true limiting, podcaster. I'm going to be limiting her time on that on that mic. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I uh, trust her too much with that. Please have a like video live feed of the wedding going on so we can all just watch. 
Oh yeah, she's gonna be the she's gonna be the VJ. She's gonna be the VJ for the entire wedding. A bride we'll is, see. I think, nervous for me, but it's we're we're just excited to have so much fun. What are your social media rules? Do you have social media rules for the wedding? We do. What you can't you? post anything. Oh, so you, I, you're wanting control over how things go out. You, you yeah. should. I was like that. That's what I did at my wedding. We don't want people to feel like you traveled all this way and you can't capture the moment, but we do want people. To, so we want them to capture the memories, but you have to wait for a second. Yeah, actually, one of my girlfriends, who's uh, Kaylee. Cuoco, uh, she's on the Big Bang Theory or was on the Big Bang Theory. Uh, at her wedding, her thing was like, let us just post before everybody else does so you can share your big moment yeah. instead of everybody sort of sharing it for you. So Same. I'm with you. That's what I did too. And I think we're using Ali the hashtag that we're obviously using R&B because our fans gave us that and we love that. But we're using, mm-hmm. you came up, I asked everyone on social media, hey, can you help us come up with a hashtag? You're and using you mine? It was absolutely, absolutely in love. And so I'm pretty sure oh, that's no, what that you Oh, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> oh, oops. Oops. <laughs> no, no, I think mine was like... No longer Abba Solo well, we'll or use something that like that. You know what? We're going to uh, have several of them. Abba Solo. Uh, wait, say, tell me what it is again. Abba Solo. No, no, no. Abba what Solo. the hashtag is. Absolutely in love. That's very cute. I love that. Absolutely in love. Yeah. Brian, tell me what you love about this lady. Oh, my God. Well, there's so many things to say. Um, I would say most of, more than anything is just the energy that she brings to everybody that's around her. Like everybody that I know that's met her is just absolutely in love with her. So I just think that persona, that personality, it just shines through. And obviously that's what I fell in love with on the show. And of course that beautiful smile, can't forget that. And um, yeah, I just can't wait for her to be my wife. Wow, it's crazy to say. I, we, we were doing that last night with each other. I was like, I'm gonna be your wife. We're so corny y'all. I was so corny privately. I was like, I'm gonna be your wife. How crazy is that? I'm telling you, I'm not even gonna call Brian Brian. I'm just gonna be like, that's my husband. That's my husband. <laughs> No, yeah, she just wants to tell people, yeah, I'm her husband. Like, just throw that out there. I remember for, like, the first month of being married. I, mean, I haven't been married that long, like, a two and a half, three years or something. Um, but I remember that, like, first month, it feeling weird to yeah. say those words. And it was like, but it gets, it's exciting and it's fun. So, you guys, you're almost there. It's very exciting. It's crazy that you guys are here. I mean, I know that's always the point of the show is the hope is that sure. you'll be married in the end. But we know that doesn't always happen. <laughs> So, Brian, when you first stepped out of that limo and you saw Rachel, you know, did you ever think, and maybe you did think in that moment that you'd be here right now? Yeah, I mean, when I first stepped out of the limo, honestly, I forgot what I was going to say. You know, I kind of went blank there for a second, but, you know, because she was just so beautiful in that shiny dress. And, you know, it was the journey on TV that, you know, obviously brought us together, but there's been a second journey after the fact. And I feel like now we're going to conclude the final chapter and move on to another journey after the wedding. Um, but yeah, we just got to know each other and and we realized that, you know what, this feels right. This is everything we both ever wanted. And we're just excited to, to walk down the aisle soon. Is that how it is for you too, Rach? Yes. I'm cheesy and go back on YouTube and watch the first moment that we saw each other. I, I true, I'm telling you all, I'm, a, I'm secretly a cornball. And I, I watch it because I just... We have that moment captured for us forever from the first time we saw each other. And I I love going back and looking at that. And I love my reaction when he started speaking in Spanish. And I go, oh. And all my friends were like, oh, she's done. She's done. She's in. And I was in. I was in. Oh, 
And the thing is, your kids are going to be able to watch that one day. Like, how cool. Well, the meeting. We when want it them comes... to watch some of it. Now, we went at it a bit. So, so no, the edited version. version. Not the whole maybe. thing, obviously. But yeah, the... maybe ABC could send a... No, go ahead. Yeah, an edited version, for sure. But yeah, that first exactly. moment. I mean, obviously, your kids are not going to go back and watch the whole thing. But that sure. first moment, I mean, that's so, so, so special. Yeah. And for you guys listening, we are going to put that moment on BachelorNation.com. So make sure you go check it out there. I'm going to go. I'm going to be go check it out, too. I want to see it now. We look so different, in my opinion. It was right. two and a half years ago, but we were like, we're babies back then. I yep, mean, yep. so much has changed. Yeah, yeah. For the better. Brian and I haven't been nervous about the wedding, but I'll tell you one thing. Both of us were glued in to our Instagrams watching Ashley and Jared's wedding play out. Me too. I'm telling you, I got nervous after I saw her wedding. It was beautiful. Everything seemed to be down to a T. And I thought, my gosh, do we have that? Do we have that? Have we done that yet? I'm I started I'm not lying. I started to freak out about it, but I am so happy for them. They look so, absolutely in love. No. And they they just it seems like such a fairy tale and I don't believe in fairy tales, but when I watch Ashley and Jared and where they started from to where they are now and then to see it all come together in such a beautiful way, I thought this is as close as we're going to get to a fairy tale. I'm so with you. You know the movie um gosh, what is the movie about being the exception and not the rule? Mm-hmm. What's that movie? Someone help me. Is that he's just not that into you? No. Yes. Is yes. That, okay. So the movie he's just not that into you. Um, in it they talk about how most relationships are the rule. You know, if he does this, chances are he's not that into you. But there's some people who are the exception, and they're the exception. Yeah. They you are. know, because it doesn't normally work out that way. But it was beautiful. I was, like, glued to social media as well, Rachel, just like you. And just to see them together. I mean, if you would have asked me if I thought this would happen watching Bachelor. If we were doing this podcast about the season they were on Bachelor in Paradise, I would have been like, no, they're not going to end up together. And then look at them. They're just so happy, so in love. Like, it looked like everybody had such a good time. I thought, who else is going to dance on a dance floor with Ashley I? to Backstreet Boys. <laughs> and and I if you zoomed in, he was hitting motions from the video. I thought, "Oh my gosh, she's found her match." I think a lot of people, my and I'll throw myself out there, didn't know how real it was. And I think our viewers out there probably shared the same sentiment when they first got engaged. It, it all happened so fast. It just didn't seem plausible just to be just to be 100% honest. And so to see it all come to fruition, I mean, they got married before we did, Brian. So, yeah, <laughs> so they won't waste any it, time. I like, I, I know I have a loud voice. I know I'm opinionated, but I, I do like to be wrong at times. And I feel I was wrong about Ashley and Jared. And so, and I'm, and I'm happy to say that I was. And I think a lot of people out there share my same sentiment. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's actually a good segue into Bachelor in Paradise because it's all about people. Because I'm guessing what you're saying is at the beginning when they got together, you didn't know if it was for the publicity aspect. Sure. Right. That's what I am understanding correctly. Um, And it seems like Blake. (laughs) Uh, Brian, I know you're a big fan, so I want you to uh, not a Blake uh, necessarily, but of the show. Um, He... What did Jordan call it? Dipped his spoon in all the pudding? Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, the gift that keeps giving. I'm such a fan. I am such a fan of Jordan. Um, you know, is these relationships outside of the show, like, do they happen because people are trying to get headlines or be together because they know it's going to get attention? Like, is that what Blake was doing outside of Paradise? Are you asking me that or Brian? Yeah, anybody. I, Brian, I don't know if you want to weigh in on the Mel opinion. When it comes um, to, to Blake's actions that you've seen thus far on the show, it seems like there's so much more to come. 
Yeah, I mean, I think Jordan said it best. I mean, he's dipping his spoon in all the pudding. I mean, and he could get a little messy, not going to lie. And honestly, I think that Dylan has the better approach because he knew what he wanted when he went in there. He stuck to his guns, went after Hannah. And, you know, if hopefully that works out. But as far as Blake, it's just too much drama. I mean, the love triangles. I mean, you're going to hurt a lot of feelings the way you the way he acted. Why do you think, Brian, again, male opinion, I, we like to get in this testosterone in here. Um, <laughs> why do you think that Blake and Hannah lied about knowing each other? Because they were the very first two people on the beach. I remember Hannah was down there. She's like, I'm first. And then Blake came down and they were like, hi, nice to meet you. Why did they do that? Like, why, if they had met a week before, she mm-hmm. he flew out to see her, why did they do that? I don't. I just don't understand it. Do you have any insider, either of you, Rachel or Brian, insider info on that? Well, I'm just oh, confused. Rachel's I mean, if you, well, I mean, if you meet Hannah the week before, you would think a week later, you know, you're going to take her out on a date, but that wasn't the case. So, I don't know. Like, I think there were secrets behind closed doors with all of these women, and everything's come to light, obviously on national TV. And I think at the end of the day, Blake's the one that's suffering right now. Rachel, what is that smile about? Yeah, You I know mean, something. Well, I just think that Blake, as I've said before, was feeling himself just a little too much. And he was getting attention that he's never received before and truly didn't know how to handle it as we see it. And I think to answer your question, Allie, in regards to Blake and Hannah and not speaking their truth about that before, I don't think that they had to. If you, I, I actually, Hannah says this on the show this week, I agree with her. She didn't have to run around and tell everybody, hey, Blake and I saw each other the week before. I, I don't think it was necessarily anybody's business. There's one thing to admit something, but then there's another thing to be deceitful and lie. And I mean, I'll have to go back and watch the first episode, but I feel like they made it seem like they were meeting for the first time rather than just saying, hey good to see you like everybody else did but I don't think it was a secret that they had met before because they I have seen videos Instagram videos where through mutual friends mutual contacts they've been sitting at the same dinner table so I don't think it was a secret and I think that people would be really naive to think that we don't all talk to each other at some point this bachelor world is so small I think Mm -hmm. the shocking thing was oh my goodness they've actually had a relationship or I don't know if it was a relationship but he flew that that is a lot of effort to fly to Birmingham, Alabama. That's no easy place to, to get to. Nobody's just traveling to Birmingham because it's great <laughs> this time of the year. Shout out to all our Birmingham, Alabama um, listeners. <laughs> no, but I, do, I don't know that I agree because I feel like it was deceitful. Like he came on. He took Tasia out on a date. He like brought her into all of this where he didn't need to do that. He clearly was super into Hannah. Otherwise, why fly all the way to go see her and kiss her? Because we don't, I think there probably was more than that, but they're saying there was just a kiss. Yeah, I don't think it was more than that. You don't? I really don't. And I'd tell you if I did. All right. Um, I I, I, I feel like you have some insider (laughs) info that maybe I. No, I knew that they, I had heard that they had met up before, but it was more of, and this goes to your point about Blake being so confusing. I had heard that he wanted to show her, hey, I'm, I'm into you. And then comes to paradise and again, starts drinking his own Kool-Aid, starts filling himself and is like, you know what? I'm here to spread my wings a bit. Tasha, you're a pretty attractive girl. I'm going to take you out on a date and see what's up. Now, 
it makes no sense to me. And I know it makes no sense to you. And the fact that Hannah's such a hot commodity, I don't know why you thought she'd still be available when you came back. And what you thought that your actions would do to her by watching you take another person out. But he was still deceitful to everybody, both of them. Oh, I agree with you. Yeah. I do agree with you. I, I said it. I think Blake is st- stupid. Yeah. To, to think, and I don't mean a stupid person, I just mean stupid to think that his actions before Paradise would not follow him into Paradise. Right. That's what I'm saying. What do you think we should do to him, Brian? Uh, <laughs> do, yeah, how I, should I, we I punish he, him? No. Honestly, I think he's getting crucified already, so I, know, I think I he's taken enough punishment. Um, yeah, definitely don't agree with the, the whole tech situation, but I know I understand he wanted to clear his name, so you know he went the, he went to the extreme with that one. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's we recorded get into it. last week's podcast seriously hours before he released those text messages. Yeah. So we didn't get to talk about it last week. I it's such a tricky situation. Like, I don't know I'm not saying it was necessarily the right thing to do, but I understand why he felt he needed to do it. Because I did change my opinion on him after I read those text messages. I thought, oh, he's like telling her two girls to come over, playing them. Like, he even—let's let's reverse it, right? Let's gender role reverse it. Let's mm-hmm. say that Blake was female and Kaylin was male, and the woman said—the guy was like, I'm coming over, just sex, no cuddling. And the girl was like, no, no. Yeah, what would we think been... about that? Yeah. We would be very, very upset. So I didn't—I yep. understood why Blake felt the need. I mean, he was—he he wasn't saying no harsh. He was kind of like, no, haha, like smiley yeah. face, wink, wink. Um— but still, I understand why he did it, but it, it stinks. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I, I, no, go ahead, Brian, because I was going to say, I've never really talked to Brian about what his opinion is on it. No, like I've seen a lot of opinions on social media and, you know, on, on Twitter basically saying that there's, you know, a million other things that he could have done to basically do the same thing. So I, I guess I just wanted to pose a question, like, what are those other alternatives that he had? Because I really haven't heard a good one. I agree that it maybe wasn't the best choice, but honestly, I don't know what else he could have done to have the same effect. I have an alternative. So, so thank you for that beautiful segue, Brian. <laughs> you got it. I, I absolutely think I understand. I'm neutral on this, okay? I'm neither Team Blake or Team Kalen. I spoke on the podcast last week that I'd didn't 100% trust Kaylin from the way that, because I was watching how she moved through Paradise. It just didn't add up or make sense to me. I do not agree with Blake releasing the text messages when he did it. I think that there was a time and place, and this could have been done in a different way, to where you still could have proven your point. I think what is hard for Blake is that Blake has been the, like, the golden child in this whole thing, in this whole Bachelor franchise. He has always been praised. He has never been, no one's ever said a mean thing about him, truly, except for his dance moves. Everything has been completely positive when it comes to Blake. And for the first time, people are attacking him. And he doesn't know how to handle it. And I think he made a rash decision to release those text messages to take the pressure off him and to put it on Kalen. That is wrong. I understand his motivation behind it, but I don't think that that was the right way to do it. Do you think I he think, could have... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say the alternative thing really quickly is I think that a reunion, I mean, how great would that have been if he was like, oh, no, you know what? I have the text messages mm-hmm. to prove it. You know, I'm thinking Real Housewives here because that's usually how they do it. <laughs> he could have printed them out and he could have shown them. I think that would have made more sense than you would have had Chris Harrison there as a mediator. If he could have just sustained the... the 
the hate that he was getting for a little bit and said, the truth will come out. The truth will set me free. I think people would have been a little bit more receptive to him releasing the messages. All right, I get that. Because okay. honestly, I was going back to the Jed Haley situation, right, mm-hmm. where she released the text messages of them and nobody blinked an eye. Everybody was like, yes, he's a liar. She released the text messages. So again, this kind of goes back to the reverse gender roles of why were people mad at Blake but praising Haley for releasing the text messages. Do yeah, you know, it's kind no, of similar. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And I and 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 Blake, if you're listening and there are more text messages, please print them out and bring them to the reunion. <laughs> Or bring so we can here. just get it. We can just settle. Or yes, bring it to Bachelor Happy Hour. Yes. We'll take it how we can get it. <laughs> real quick, because there's so much to talk about with Paradise, but there's so many things to hit. So real quick, I want your opinion on them. Yeah. Mike coming into Paradise, your immediate thought. I'm pumped. I, I hope he finds love, but I kind of hope he doesn't because I'm glad, because we've talked about this before, that we're going to get to know him better because I want to fall in love with him. Especially, I, I like him a lot, but... I think that it would give him a better chance of being The Bachelor if we get to know him even more. I was upset. I thought, <sighs> I don't want to hear you. When you pull out that card, it better say, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be The Bachelor of season whatever, <laughs> whatever season we're on. I, anything past that, I stop listening. I do not want him in paradise. I want him to be The Bachelor. Colton came from paradise. Nick Vile came from paradise. They both became Bachelor. This gives him such a better chance. I have my opinions about that. those situations. Nick, I'm fortunate about because I was on his season. Colton, uh, that's another story. It's a whole nother topic of conversation. Okay, I could keep going about that. How about <laughs> Nicole, Christian, Clay, and I'll put an asterisk, Jordan, that triangle. I love Jordan. I wish she would go with him just because I want him to stick around forever. Like, I could watch, watch a whole show just about Jordan. What about you, Brian? Oh, no, I love Jordan. He's great TV. Uh, <laughs> He's I, I, I could watch him all day. Yeah, he's so great. His captions, his caption game is amazing on Instagram. I mean, he's great on TV. But I definitely. Oh, keep I need around. to follow him on Instagram. I feel like in uh, real life he would probably get on my nerves, but for TV to get quick sound bites and, and editing, I like I like an edited version of Jordan. Yeah, I, I will say. I mean, it, I like that Christian went in and he was like, "Nicole, you done." He didn't talk to a single other girl. He knew what he wanted and he went after it, and I loved that. I thought that was very romantic, but I don't like how he treated Clay. I think Clay is just so nice, and he was, like, just trying to start with him, like, just starting to start start a fight, which essentially he did, which we saw. Yeah. And, look, physical violence is never okay. Yeah. So not cool. I'm not really feeling Christian for that reason because it seems like he's sort of the bully in this situation. And then poor Clay is just, like, the nicest guy ever. What I love about Clay is he always thinks about how Nicole is. He's like, I don't want this to— Hurt her. You're affecting her. You're making her uncomfortable. Whereas Christian didn't really seem like he cared. Oh, Clay is a class act. Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree with you more on him. Christian, I've never seen that man in my entire life. I'm convinced he's a cameraman, an audio person, <laughs> somebody they just pulled off the beach who is a resident there. I have never seen that man in my entire life. And so I feel like he was trying to be this over-the-top personality. Mm-hmm. So he would make a lasting impression. He made the wrong impression with me. It sounds me like same for you. And, yeah. and I don't know if it's such a smart move to get in, uh, get in the mix with Clay. Uh, Clay would probably crush him. I don't know yeah. about that. But the thing is, Clay's so nice that he wouldn't unless he absolutely had True. to. True, exactly. Don't push him over the edge. <laughs> Clay, so he handled it so well. I was a little annoyed with Nicole. She definitely seems to be feeling herself as well. I get it. She wasn't that desired when she was on, who's Colton season? Yeah. yeah. When she was yep. on Colton season. So now she's getting the attention. And, and so I get it. I get the dating around thing. I didn't like that she turned to Clay and she said, you know, he was cowering over you. You should have stood up and said something. And it's like, 
did you not appreciate what Clay was doing? Mm-hmm. He was just like, you know what? I'm I'm too old of a cat to be fooled by a kitten. I don't need to play little games with you. Like that's mm-hmm. that's how I felt. I loved it. Loved every bit of it. Okay, Dean. We have the arrival of Dean. The stash. The, I'm a fan of the mustache. Yeah. Are you How really? How do you feel about Dean? Being... Don't do it, Brian. Though no, no, like I don't want, I don't want you to do it. <laughs> I'm just saying, for Dean, it just fits his persona. <laughs> Brian, you have to grow a mustache now for Movember. Uh-huh. Movember, you. That's Movember, you. no shade, November. Okay, I got yeah. you. I got you, uh, Ali. Yeah. Well, I. I what, do you like Dean? Because Dean obviously went through a situation with your good friend Christina. Yeah. So do you feel sort of negative towards him because of that? No. I mean, you heard Dean when he was on a date with Caitlin. He yeah. says, "I was an idiot. I regret those actions that I have, or I did, and I've learned a lot from it. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I have a, a soft spot for Dean because he was on my season." So I root for Dean, and I want him oh, to have the best. I don't think the best is Kaylin, but I'm rooting for Dean. I loved their conversation. Like, when they sat down and Dean was just like, look, I don't have a job. I don't have any money. I live in a <laughs> van down by the river. Like, he was just like, I don't shower. Like, it couldn't—and look, I'm not saying— I, Obviously, the Bachelor franchise is real. People always ask, is it scripted? No, it's not. Look, I'm. we have a happy couple right here on the phone. It's real. Mm-hmm. But sometimes conversations can seem mm, a little forced, right? Especially when those first I love yous come out on every season. It's like, I, I, I love you. And like people don't know how to say it because it's weird. Um, but I feel like their conversation was just one of those real raw conversations. He's like, this is me. Take me or leave me. And she's like, I don't know what I think about you. Like, it was just a cool conversation to see. It seemed like her crush walked into paradise and she was infatuated with him. I mean, we all know that she slid into his DMs before all of <laughs> yeah. this started. Like that's public knowledge out there. So now here comes your crush. Like I yeah, she's infatuated with him. But she didn't just give in to him though. She kind of pushed back a little bit. She gave a little bit like, yeah, I'm a little unsure of you because he was even joking. You have every right to be unsure of me. And she's like, well, yeah, uh uh-huh. That didn't last long. I know. (laughs) It did not. Okay, one of the big things, Demi. Got to touch on her. So many things I want to talk about with her, but it's great that we're seeing the relationship that has been teased starting to unfold and and her journey behind that. So I'm excited to see what we're going to get with that. I know. When she sat down and she talked to Katie, like, I found myself tearing up, just feeling for her so much and just— getting this raw emotion because she you know she mentioned like I normally have like that that funny part of me is is not all of me yeah and I love that we're getting to see this deeper side of her and I can't wait to see how it all unfolds I am so excited to see her watch her journey week to week to week it's going to be great and we're going to talk about Demi so much more on the podcast Mm -hmm. because she's such an integral part to paradise but we've got Tasha coming up. Brian, you've been fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for surprising me. It's always good to hear your voice. I love you so much. Thank you, baby. I love you. Take care. Aww. <laughs> so sweet of him to to call in. I'm glad we were able to surprise you. I love Honestly, surprises. we thought, like all of us, the producers in here, we were like, there's no way we're going to be able to surprise her. She's going to come in. She she does, she sniffs this stuff out for a living. Like she no. is going to figure this out, but we got you. All right, happy hour listeners. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I have butterfingers and I tend to spill quite a lot. And I don't know what it is, but I feel like every time I'm drinking red wine, I somehow get it on my clothes. And usually I have to unfortunately throw out my favorite t-shirt or I've even thrown out my favorite denim jeans because the red wine stains just won't come out. But no more because I now have been using OxyClean, which is the go-to product for tough stains on laundry and almost any other surface in your home. It's so versatile. You 
can use it to clean your bathroom tile and grout. You can use it to remove carpet stains. You can even clean outdoor patio furniture with it. In fact, there are more than 101 ways to use OxyClean. OxyClean can save items that you thought were ruined forever. So next time you spill that red wine on your favorite t-shirt, don't throw it out. You can add it to any laundry load for extra stain fighting power and save your clothes. You've got to try OxyClean Versatile Stain Remover for yourself. To work your magic with OxyClean, just head to oxyclean.com slash try me and order a free sample. Again, that's oxyclean.com slash T-R-Y-M-E for a stain fighting sample while supplies last. That's oxyclean.com slash try me. Isn't it great when you can have the best of both worlds? Like getting what you need out of a product, but also know that it's not going to be bad for you. Well, I got you covered with Madison Reed. Are you concerned about what's in your hair color or that you might be damaging your hair each time you color it? Madison Reed at Home Hair Color is made with ingredients that you can feel good about. So unlike most other hair color brands, Madison Reed doesn't have ammonia, titanium dioxide, or any of the other eight harsh ingredients that many other color brands have in them. It's full of ingredients that nourish your hair, which is key. And it actually helps make your hair shiny and healthy looking. And the best part about Madison Reed is that it's super convenient. You can color your hair at home while answering emails or even recording a podcast. Yes, multitasking. I took the Madison Reed color quiz to find my perfect shade. I answered just a few questions online and the color I got was perfect. And they have more than 55 gorgeous shades. And I know what you're saying, Rachel, your hair is in braids, but it's not always in braids, guys. And when it's not, it's Madison Reed that I use because I'm telling you, I don't know if it's the stress of 2020 and everything that's going on, but I'm starting to see some grays pop up. So get ammonia-free, multi-tonal hair color delivered to your door starting at $22 at madisonreed.com. Be sure to use our promo code BHH and you'll get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. The promo code is BHH. So visit madison-reed.com now to find your perfect shade. That's madison-reed.com. All right, welcome back, everybody, to Bachelor Happy Hour. Now we have a very exciting guest on the show. We have Taisha joining us on the phone. Hey, Taisha. Hello, hello. Hey, we're so excited to have you on the podcast. So thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. Of course, I've been looking forward to it. Well, we just want to dive right in because we are in week two, and Paradise has been it could have been a whole ep- like a whole season at this point already. There's just so much to dive into, <laughs> so much. I mean, so much drama, so much mess. Uh, so I guess I'll just start from the top. I don't even want to ask you okay. general questions. I'm just going to go straight to it. Hannah, I'm into it. Let's do Kaylin, it. Kaylin, Christina. Um, I feel like I'm doing a Ugh. song here. What was your initial <laughs> reaction when you came back from the date, and who was the first person to tell you? hey, by the way, Blake, it wasn't just about you. He was about these other three women as well. Um, it was Christina that first came to me. And to be quite honest with you, when she first told me, I was like, okay. Like, I obviously realize people have lives outside of this show. So whatever he did before um, with sleeping with people or whatever, that's like on him. And I had gone on one date with him. Like, what do I expect for him to like lay out his entire life story to me within two hours of getting to know him? Like I wasn't expecting for him to do all of that right away. Okay. That's cool. But I feel like the way that she presented it to me was more so just trying to rile me up, trying to talk down about Blake because she wanted to go after him. So she kind of rubbed me the wrong way in doing that. Oh, so when did things change for you? Like your opinion on Blake, when were you like, okay, 
I'm done with this guy? Um, it was after that conversation when I was just like, you know what, this is getting sticky already. Like there's so many people involved. Like, why would I want to add myself into the mess? Um, so it kind of changed for me, um, after that conversation, but really once things started coming about the next day and the next day and the next day, I was just like, yeah, I'm definitely done. Were you offended because Christina was not on your season, right? She was with me and it mm-hmm. took, and so she's pretty much a stranger to you, but she was the one who actually came Completely. to you and told you what the deal was, as opposed to a Hannah G or a Kaylin who were directly involved with him. Did that affect you in any kind of way? You know, that was my first conversation with Christina. So, um, Jeez. and when that conversation kind of rubbed me the wrong way, it was kind of like, oh, well, nice to meet you too. Like I'm Tasha. Like I literally had not even said hello to her before. So, um, that kind of took me aback, but yeah, I would have really appreciated to hear about all of this stuff from Hannah or Kaylin, just because they knew what we were getting into. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it wasn't really a surprise to them. When so we see on the show, you know, find out that Hannah and Blake knew each other before coming to Paradise, because the way the show first aired, it made it seem like they were meeting for the first time on the beach or like really getting to know each other for the first time on the beach when really right. he, he made a very grand gesture to fly out to meet her <laughs> yeah. um, and make out with her. Um, so like, what, first, what are your feelings on that? I mean, to be quite honest with you, to the point where someone is using their miles on you, okay? Like they, he flew all the way to Alabama to see you Deal with it outside of the show. Like, what do you need to come to Paradise for? Like, you obviously like each other. Figure it out. Like, what do you need? The cameras? Like, I don't understand what the purpose was. So that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, I think that's the mystery. We're all wondering, why did you go about it in this way? And you said something on the show, and I really, I I felt that when you're like, listen, I'm the one who's kind of suffering in this because you've ruined my chances to explore other relationships because of how you have navigated paradise. You don't realize it's not just about you. It's you're leaving kind of victims along the way and how you're selfishly going about who you pursue. Everybody at that point is who is pursuing. It's true. Um... It was after my date, it's kind of funny, um, with Blake, we both kind of came back and we were, I think we both had a great time and we told everybody about it. Like it was amazing. We had a good time. And, um, at that point I kind of felt a shift in all the guys. Like they were like, okay, cool. Tasha's with Blake. But like, that's just like them just being new to the process and, you know, everyone trying to figure out and navigate their way through paradise. Um, so that being said, like just how everyone kind of like expected for me to react with him going on a date with Christina. You know what I mean? They just kind of thought I was going to be upset, but I didn't really care. We were just, I just had one date with him. Anyway, um, that being said, the guys started like kind of backing off a little bit. So it was just funny to kind of see, um, you know, him dragging me into his mess when he could have really let me be and let me go find my own connections instead of adding me to his list of women. Why do you think he asked you out on that date? Because I don't understand. If it was so obvious or if he was so into Hannah that he flew out to meet her a week before, why do you think you were his first date and she wasn't? Literally have no idea. It's still a question I have to this day. And that's that makes me sad because you were actually in no it idea. and you still have no idea. We're watching from a distance. You were right there in it and you still have no idea. OK, so since Kaylin was running around paradise saying everything that she could about Blake without telling you, which I had an issue with. 
What did you think when you saw the text messages come out and it was totally opposite from what Kaylin was telling everybody in paradise? I mean, and, number and, one, and, I don't and think let me say this. Ever. Let me say this really quickly because I just want to kind of bring it full circle. On Colton's season, yeah. there was an issue with Kaylin not being forthcoming, and it was he said, she said, and she held her, and there were no text messages, I guess, to show it because it was a conversation that happened on the bus. So here you are again dealing with another Kaylin situation where she's not being forthcoming. So you really have, it, it, you've dealt with this more than once. Yeah, definitely. Um, to be quite honest with you, I wasn't surprised. Um I mean, I don't think that Blake should have shared his text messages. I mean, those are personal, but I do feel like um, there was always more to the story than everyone was leading on. And so, like I said, those text messages weren't surprising to me. I mean, I kind of have a little bit of better idea of who Caitlin is as a person um, than the viewers. So, yeah, I think everyone was shocked, but and, I really wasn't shocked. And what kind of person is Caitlin? Caitlin's a good person, but I think that... Um, you know, she also, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know, Tasha. you know, you know, Tasha. Should I throw out an A, B or C? And then you, <laughs> you just do like, um, uh, no, um, Caitlin's a good person. I just think she also kind of got wrapped up in some of the math. Uh, can be a or little started bit, it. a little dramatic, I think is what yeah. I'm feeling from you. Um, yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. look, I don't want to beat up on Caitlin because Caitlin, is another one of Blake's pawns. Like, she just maybe got a little bit too wrapped up in it. I think that... I mean, to be quite honest with you, like, those were private conversations with someone that you thought you were dating, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, they shouldn't have been exposed. They shouldn't have. I also think it's not beating up on Kaylin. It's kind of just talking about facts that aren't in her favor. It's, yeah. I mean, it's just right. speaking. It's, it is because he released the messages. We do know more to the story. Granted, we don't have their entire text conversation, but there's kind of no way around what was said versus what we, what was right. said in paradise. But I, I mean, I'm just trying mm-hmm. to put myself in her shoes. She definitely was misleading, right? Of, of how she portrayed the situation with Blake. But I just know in the past, I've dated people where I was like in love with them and they treated me really bad. I mean, I've talked about this on the headquarters before. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but, and I've like text things like, no, just let me come over because I wanted to be there with him. I was out drinking for the night and I just wanted to see this guy because I loved him. And he's like, no, no, like I'm going right. to, no, please just let me come over. Like, I, I feel for her in that situation. It doesn't make me mad at her that she did. It's how she portrayed it. Yeah. But I still think she's a girl whose heart was broken by Blake. I still think she was let on. I still think she was treated poorly by him. So one thing that Kaylin has said is that she and Blake were talking for months. Okay. So let's just do some timelines here. Months before yeah. Stagecoach. Stagecoach mm-hmm. was in April. My birthday weekend. And um, I I think that if you do the math and if you and Blake were talking for months, then why did you have such a strong reaction at Women Tell All on stage with Colton about how you still had feelings for him and you were expressing, you know, how how hurt you still are and how lost that was a month before. But you've been talking to Blake for months with an S behind it, just in case I'm not saying that where people can hear that months more than one so why how were you so upset about blake but yet you were on stage boohooing over colton i am telling you the stuff she says doesn't make any sense maybe she was trying to be the next bachelorette 
Because that's what the next Bachelorette, that's like kind of the role to talk about how hurt you were. And then they like promote you on to being the Bachelorette. So yeah. maybe, and I'm not saying that's a good thing. That no, that's there's no trying. think about it. Right. She was trying to be the next Bachelorette. I'll say it. Yeah. I mean, that's just my opinion. I truly think that. I mean, Tasha, y'all heard her say it on the bus. I mean, she, I, I just think that, that that's the case. I mean, it but, definitely was a topic of concern, yeah, yeah, when we were on the show. So, yeah. So I think she probably was talking to Blake months before, and she probably was a little misleading on the women tell all saying that stuff. Cause I mean, I don't know. I kind of feel, I mean, my situation's different, but I feel like when I left the show and I was the top four person again, years ago, things have changed since then within two weeks, I was kind of over it. Like, I mean, it's just yeah. like you move on real quickly because you knew the person for such a limited amount of time. You're yeah. really in it when you're in it, but then you go home and you're like, wait a second, did mm-hmm. that all just happen? You definitely burst the bubble <laughs> and, and the reality seeps in and then you you start to come to your, your senses about certain things. I think the bottom line, which we all three agree on, is that they were both wrong in this situation. Yeah. Um and you can find yes. fault on both sides. I, I, I truly feel like we're neutral in this in when it comes to this. One of the things, though, in this week's episode that we see with you, Tasha, and honestly that I do appreciate with you, you know, hate it or love it. You're never going to make a fan out of everyone. But I love how when you feel a certain way, you go to that a person to that person and you approach them. If you feel offended, if maybe you hear something like on Colton season, you went to Colton, you said, hey, this is what I've heard. Um, Don't know how you're going to take it, but I care about you and I want you to know. When you felt offended by something Hannah did this week, you went straight to Hannah, straight to the source, and you pulled her to the side to talk to her. Um, In a very respectful way. Very respectful. And you told her how you felt, and you felt like you could do that as a friendship. Well, then, on the flippant— and 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 I will say, yes, you were talking with the other women before about how you felt about Hannah, but you didn't keep that conversation going. You went to Hannah, and then you you pulled her to the side before she could hear from anybody else but you, which I appreciate. So you're talking to Hannah. You tell her your piece. Y'all seem to be okay. Walk away. Maybe agree to disagree. And then she's talking to the camera and she says that she feels like you attacked her. I have huge issues with that word choice. And I'm wondering how you felt to see Hannah say that you attacked her in that conversation. To be honest, that's that's offensive because I did not attack her. I think the last thing I didn't yell. I didn't raise my voice. I didn't try to um, attack her character. I didn't do any of that. I just was trying to have a grown conversation with her. Um, And I asked her just to, like, please shed some light on something. Um, Attacking would have been me yelling at her, putting her down in front of other people, just making a huge scene. I didn't do any of that. So I don't think attack is the right word by any means. I... I was so offended for you when I saw Hannah G say that. And I attacking is posting somebody's text messages on your Instagram story. Attacking course, is if you walked up into that circle of people and you yelled at her and you berated her in front of people. Attacking is if in your private conversation you were yelling and you cursed her out. Tasha, you did none of right. those things. And I truly hope when, when Bachelor Nation is watching it that they don't turn around and attack you because I know how that situation goes and I'm speaking as a person of color and it is 
sad in the society that you cannot use certain words to describe certain races and attacked is one of them. And people will take that mm-hmm. narrative and they will run with it. And I want I hope everybody who is listening to this podcast knows that you did no such thing. And Hannah G owes you an apology for using that word choice because then she perpetuated that by saying Tasha's I feel like Tasha's a mean girl. I I just And you couldn't so have been offended. nicer. Like I thought that you did her such a you know, a solid for the person to do it by talking to her and trying to give her information so then she can move through paradise making better decisions and righting some wrongs. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. But I just felt like no one was saying anything to Hannah. And if anyone knows what it's like to be blindsided, it's her and I. So I just felt like I just wanted her to just be like open and honest and just tell me and give me some clarity because so much information was coming out and every it was every single day something was coming out and nobody was asking her um blake was having to continuously repeat himself to every single one of us saying he's sorry and like this is what happened i want you guys to know everything dylan was just like we were watching him just suffer and the only person that's just like parading around acting like nothing is happening is hannah at this point do you think hannah's leading on dylan you know i think I don't think she's necessarily. I don't think she's necessarily leading him on. I think she's trying to navigate and trying to figure it out if like he's her right person. But I also think that um, you know what she's messing with his emotions one hundred percent. Like making out with Blake in front of him, who does that? That was so awful. Like, you don't. Yeah. Do that's that. mean, girl. You don't do that. Yeah. That's like that's something you don't do. Yeah. Have respect for him as well. You know what I mean? Like he is pouring his heart out to you day in and day out. And you just make out with Blake, like, literally 20 feet in front of you. Like, come on. Yeah. That's not cool. I agree with you. I think that no one's saying don't navigate a relationship with Blake. Don't not date him. But don't. You could have gone somewhere else and kissed him or done those tired swing moves with him in the sand somewhere else. <laughs> somewhere else. Or like, uh, like, go up to the pool area. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I also just kind of want to say I— I am friendly with Hannah. Um, I think she's a good human being. I don't think she went into paradise to try to be manipulative. I think that she's almost trying. It's like she's trying to be careful, but like too careful that she's not being genuine enough because she's like trying to be so careful. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think I can't imagine, and I'll ask you this, Tasha. I can't imagine being in paradise. I, Allie and I have never been. And just every day you're getting new information and new people and new relationships, and it just seems so difficult to navigate. So, I mean, kind of explain to us what that's like because you think you have this relationship going on, and then you might learn something else or someone else walks on the beach and takes that person away from you. Yeah, you know, it's... It is difficult. It's really hard because you do have spectators constantly looking at you and everyone does know like how quickly your relationship is progressing, if it's going well, if it isn't. Um, And people can swoop in at any time. So, um, oh my gosh, you guys just imagine having, I don't know, what's 10 relationships going on at the same time and um, someone's seeing that you guys are fighting and one of the person's like, you know what, I guess it's my time to walk in and talk to you. And you can't do anything about it. You just have to let it go. It sounds um, terrible. I cried every day, you guys. I <laughs> Paradise was difficult. It's hard. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I'm, I am I really can't imagine going through that. Um, we have so much more to talk to you about, so don't go anywhere and uh, none of you guys go anywhere. We're going to take a quick break. 
Okay, Tasha. So we have talked about Hannah in that whole situation. And obviously, you know, she overstepped at times. She definitely um, said some things that I'm, I hope she regrets now. Um, what are your feelings about her today? I love Hannah. I honestly think we actually are friends. And um, I just was trying to help her in that moment. And I just think that she did a couple of things that she needed a little bit of like help and guidance on. I don't think she realized what she was doing. So I love her and I, I wish her the best. And yeah, she's not somebody that, um, I don't know. I don't think she's hurting people intentionally. Um, I'm just going to switch gears real quick because we've got to talk about JPJ. Got to. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. So from what we've been told, you know, from past cat from castmates of the show, he's he's uh, a good looking guy in person more so on TV than on TV. Yeah. Did you see him in that speedo? Though? <laughs> I mean, he looks good. <laughs> I mean, he recites poetry to you, Shakespeare yeah. and the hair. I just love his hair and the flip. Oh, my God. I can't. Tell us, tell because we there's so much we don't know about JPJ. We're just thoroughly entertained by him. Tell us something about him. What is conversation with him like? I'm not talking about what we've seen on TV. Just kind of a little bit below the surface. I guess from what you guys haven't seen quite yet is John Paul Jones is actually very intellectual. Um, he's a financial analyst that he is, is a job that you really can't get unless yes. Okay. I just wow. thought he was a professional <laughs> wow. surfer or something. Yeah, like get keep speaking. Yes, no, we need to learn more. Imagine John Paul can you imagine John Paul Jones in like a button up shirt every single day with like actual shoes on because he never wore shoes in paradise? And you know, like his coffee mug and all that stuff going to work. At least that's what he told us he did. Yeah, it so sounds like a Halloween costume. I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah, no. But he's actually his the conversations you have with John Paul Jones are actually um, very stimulating, if you will. He's really, really, really smart. All right. So is maybe this going to go somewhere? Can you tease anything for us? Um, I don't know. You guys might just have to watch and see how that plays <laughs> oh, out. Oh, Tasha, we hate that <laughs> answer. Real quick, what's up next for you? I'm what are sorry. you doing? You're All back right. from the beach. Uh, you actually live on a beach, right? You live by the beach too. But what, what do you have going on? I do, I do. I have... Um, there's a lot going on. Um, I have a couple of things I'm currently working on that I'm excited to share later on down the road, but um, I'm just working. I still work as a bookkeeper. I still do my thing, but um, I'm just trying to live my life. I'm enjoying myself being single. Oh, uh, so you're single right now is what you're saying. I hope you're single. You know why I hope you're single? I hope you're single because I want you to be the next Bachelorette. I'm putting that out there right now. I adore you. I think that you're so well-spoken. I think that you just carry yourself with such grace. Um, you know, no offense to Hannah because I think I think you should be the next Bachelorette. I just think you carry yourself with such grace and you're just such a class act. You're beautiful. You're kind. The show needs someone like you. No offense to Hannah. I loved her as a bachelorette and I adore her but I was like hoping it was going to be you so can I just That's throw that so out there sweet. into Bachelor Nation I universe? endorse that statement 100% I'm for it yeah so don't don't end up with anybody on Paradise guys. please come out of this super single and I will be you know campaigning for you to be the next Bachelorette I'm all about it well, we'll see thank you guys I appreciate the support and the love Absolutely. Before we let you go, we want to play a quick round of games with you in true Bachelor Happy Hour fashion. It is called Spill the Tea, <laughs> which is exactly what we expect for you to Ooh. do. So are you down to do it? I'm down. Let's go. Okay, get your cup ready. <laughs> 
Here we go. We're just going to shoot okay. these questions at you. You got to say the first thing that comes to your mind. All right, Allie and I are going to okay. take turns. Dean, mustache or no mustache? Mustache. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, girl. I wasn't expecting that. The Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise? Bachelor. Mm. Interesting. I know. Why is that? Give us a quick... Because Bachelor in Paradise is insane. I almost, like, <laughs> I lost myself. I was crying every single day, like I said. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it definitely yeah. seems tough. Okay, so the appropriate yeah. segue is champagne or margaritas. Oh, I'm actually going to say margaritas. Okay. Paradise turned me. Bikini mm-hmm. or one piece? Mm, uh, one piece. Oh, modest. I know. I, I mean, one pieces can be sexy, but I like it. Yeah. All right. Next bachelor, Peter or Mike? Ooh. Mike. 100%. Do you still keep in touch with Colton? No. I, I, f- I feel you. Move move on. Is, <laughs> is Hannah G a player? Oh, come on. No. I, come on. Come on. Listen, okay, well, the narrative was thrown around this week. I. The narrative was thrown around, so we had to I ask. Know. We had to ask. But you said no. Okay, she's yeah. not. <laughs> right. No. This next one, and we need to know answers to this. Did Jane poison JPJ's taco? <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> that had, um, what was it? The white, uh, what was it? The gringo sauce killer on it. Okay, oh. if that isn't sabotage, I don't know what it is. I'm worried about that girl and her health. I feel like she's going to have a lot of health issues <laughs> with all that hot sauce. Okay, no lie. On the way here, I rode on an elevator with Jane. I don't know why. I, I'm not even kidding. I was like, no! I think that's that Jane girl. But I, I didn't want to sound stupid. You didn't say anything? No, no. She wasn't about to spray hot sauce my way. Why not? I just oh, didn't say anything. Oh she didn't say anything gosh. to me. I didn't say anything to her. But no lie, I saw Jane on the way here. I'm not kidding. That is bizarre. That is so funny. You okay. guys would actually really like Jane. She's really funny. She Aww. seems she seems fun. Like once you get her passing mm-hmm. past talking about the hot sauce. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, must most underrated person on Bachelor in Paradise. Bibiana. Right. Aww, I was sad my to girl. see her go. That's my girl. Consolation prize, partying up at my bachelorette party. (laughs) Honestly, she's amazing. I love her so much. All right. Very serious question here. Will you be going back to stagecoach this year? (laughs) I'm busy. (laughs) Booked and busy. That's right. All right. Last question here. Definitely. Who would you like to see run against Jordan as the mayor of paradise? Oh, come on. Let's see. Demi. Demi's the best. Yes. I love that you said a woman. That's right. Who I run the world? Too. Girls. <laughs> Girls. <laughs> Dang straight. Well, Tasha, thank you so much for joining us today. It was really great to talk to you. And please come by the studio when you're in town next time. Yes. We'd love to have you. Oh, my gosh. I definitely will. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Thanks, Tasha. Okay. This was so much fun. But our next podcast, we're going to have Nicole from... Bachelor in Paradise, she is in quite the love triangle right now. Um, And really, a lot of drama, it seems, is going down. And not cool drama, because violence is never the answer. But she's going to be here. But in the meantime, you can get all the latest Bachelor Nation news on BachelorNation.com right now. And we posted some photos and videos of our podcast studio from today. So be sure to check that out, because we are celebrating Mrs. Abasolo. Yeah, very good. You said that right. (laughs) And you guys, we want to hear from you. So you have to tell us what you like and what you don't like about the show. Be nice. We love constructive criticism, but you don't need to be nasty. And tell us what you want to hear 
hear more of. We take that all into consideration. So you can email us at happyhour at bachelornation.com or you can visit us at bachelornation.com and click podcast. That's right. And I just want to say real quick, Rachel and I, we are a team. Yeah. We love each other. It is. We are two women working together doing this. We don't always agree. Yeah. But But wouldn't it be boring if we did? Exactly. Yeah. All right. Love your age. Um, And thank you all. We love all of you. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Bachelor Happy Hour. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this right now. And we'd like to learn more about you. So just complete a short survey on Wondery.com slash survey. That's Wondery.com slash survey. And you'll have an opportunity to tell us what you like about this show and what you'd love to hear in future episodes. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.